You're listening to Beauty Brains in a Big Mouth, the podcast. Hello and welcome back to the show. I hope that everybody has had some time over the last two weeks since my last check-in to do whatever it is that was going to be beneficial to you in 2024 to move you forward, okay? Move you forward in whatever increment works for you, right? In 2024, we are being more intentional and we're being more present, but we're also embracing the idea of accepting what works for us and we're going to stop with comparison so i say whatever increment works for you right so it's like in the last two weeks if you only accomplished one thing on the list that's fine right if you only moved an iota on a project that's fine right because there was some progression um i think that we put so much pressure on ourselves to accomplish and to be productive and to do all of the things that we end up in these places where nothing feels good even though we've done so much so this kind of this is our 2024 check-in but it also kind of leads me into you know what i want to talk about in this episode and so i read something the other day that said if you only had 30% to give and you gave all 30%, then be proud of yourself because you gave 100%. And that did something to me because, you know, I'm definitely of the ilk that you show up and you give 110%, whether you have it or not, whether you feel like it or not. And I've been operating on that for a really long time. And I'm so grateful to have strategic people in my life that can kind of give me a dose of reality when I'm lost in Kim land. Because I'm definitely one of those people who is on 24-7. Like I said, I'm giving 110% in everything. And so sometimes I get to the point where even amazing progress and output and production just seems kind of mediocre and bland and not good enough to me, right? And I don't know if it's because I've operated like this for so long that my perspective is skewed. And so in 2024, it is important to me to not necessarily slow down, but quality over quantity, right? Um, And again, intentionality and to be more present, right? Because when you're going a mile a minute, you definitely don't, you're not present in those moments. 
And that's not something that has served me well, as I have come to realize. And so it's not something that I want to continue in my life. So along those lines, I heard somebody else say that the reason you can't handle my no is because you're so comfortable abusing my yes. Another very, very powerful statement. Okay. I was talking, you know, at the top of the year with my bestie and I told her, you know, 2023, you know, it really took me out. (laughs) It really took me out. And it took a lot of, of reflection for me to realize that going, 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 and going, saying yes to everything without regard for what that's going to do to me in the long run is not sustainable. And I don't care how much I thought that it would benefit me. I can't do that anymore, right? And so I told her, I said, I'm I'm moving forward with this idea and like this mindset that I can't, I can't say yes to everything. I can't put myself in, in, in that position, right? Like I'm not going to shy away from opportunity. I'm not going to turn down good things that I really do feel will benefit me. But I do, I have like this really kind of heavy realization that I cannot say yes to everything, right? I don't have the bandwidth. I don't have the capacity. I just don't have any more of Kim to give, right? I need to settle my current obligations and then I I need a minute, right? Um, I'm thankful that I had this realization before we got to the point where it's like, okay, now I'm burned out, right? Because burnout is a whole other situation, right? And and trying to come back from that, trying to heal from that is, it's a task in and of itself, right? And so when I saw that, you know, I heard this person say, the reason you can't accept my no is because you're so comfortable abusing my yes. It was crazy because I know that I've put myself in many, many situations where I've made myself available I've made myself eager. I've made myself indispensable. You know, this is not time for me to brag or toot my own horn or anything like that, but I'm very good at what I do. And when I take on a project, when I do something, like I said, 110%, I'm going to give it everything. I'm going to make it great. Um, (laughs) I posted something the other day. It said, don't do anything you wouldn't want me to do because when you razzle, I'm a dazzle. Okay. And I meant that wholeheartedly, right? I'm not the kind of person that can half-ass things. I can't just give you whatever and walk away from it and feel good about it, right? If my name is going to be attached to it, if my name is going to be on it, oh, you best believe it's going to be of the utmost quality. All right. And so that has put me in situations where I know that, you know, like my bosses and some of the higher ups and other leadership and things of that nature, 
I want you to think about me. Like I want my name to come to your mind when somebody is discussing an opportunity with you. But also I feel like because I've kind of positioned myself in this, in this way that I've become the go-to, I've become the default, right? And so in this particular season of my life, I feel like I'm building, right? And that I can't afford to turn down any opportunity, okay? And so, yes, I've made the decision to be more intentional and to be more strategic about who and what I give my yeses to, but also, you know, I'm still struggling. Like, I still feel that tension, right? You can't be in build mode and be turning down opportunity, right? That's that's where I'm at right now that tension well what if right if i turn it down then what about this you know if i say no are they going to bring me another opportunity right what is that doing so you know i'm sitting here like weighing all of the the options right i'm 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 thinking about the opportunity costs and it's difficult but also i think that i am also in another season where i have to sit in my difficulties right i'm uncomfortable right now and i think that i just have to sit in it and which is hard for me because i'm a fixer right i need a plan i gotta figure out what the next step is gotta figure out how to get over this obstacle right But something that's really been playing on my mind lately, I've been hearing it a lot. I've been seeing it a lot. It's just something that's always, you know, it's that, it's that voice in the back of my head, right? It's, I feel like it's the Holy Spirit telling me something. It's like, listen, Kim, you know, and I keep hearing it. Be still, right? Which is telling me that I need to just be still. Like, I'm just going to have to sit in it and I'm going to have to deal with it, right? Because it keeps playing up in my mind. And then things like these little quotes and these little, you know, sayings will pop up. And it's like, huh, right? The reason you can't accept my no is because you're too comfortable abusing my yes. Well, Kim will do it. Let's just bring it to Kim. Well, how about Kim, right? And so as we move forward with 2024, whatever promises we've made, whatever commitments we have, whatever goals we want to accomplish, it's kind of like that air of just intentionality behind it. But also now we're to the point where we need to set boundaries and we need to enforce those boundaries. If I said no, I meant no, right? No is a complete sentence. That is also something else that I think about all the time. No is a complete sentence. I don't have to explain to you why I'm going to pass on this opportunity. I don't have to explain to you why I can't take you up on this offer. I don't have to explain to you why this may not be a good fit for me right now. I don't have to explain to you that I'm at capacity. I don't have to explain to you that I have no more room on my plate. I don't have to explain to you that I just don't want to do it, right? 
And sometimes that's all it is. I don't want to do it. But that's for me, right? No is a complete sentence. And so when you kind of put these things together, it's really kind of mind-blowing because you really just start to see how things build and then how it's so applicable to kind of, I guess, at least for me, how I want to move in 2024. So it's keeping in mind that if all you're given is what you've got, then you're doing the best that you can and you should be proud of that, right? But also layering that with the idea that you have to have boundaries and enforce your boundaries in order to protect yourself, right? And stay healthy. Because there's a reason, right? Like there's a reason that I'm I'm operating at 30%. Like I only have 30% to give. I'm giving you my 30%. But there's a reason that I only have 30% to give, right? And so until I can raise the reservoir, until I can, you know, refill the tank, until I can get back to 100%, all I can give you is what I've got. And I have to be okay with that, right? So it's not even just boundaries and enforcing boundaries for other people. It's enforcing those boundaries for yourself, right? You have to keep reminding yourself. I'm not slacking. I'm not not giving my all. I'm not half-assing it. I'm giving you everything I've got. I just don't have that much to begin with. And that's fine. That's fine. This is another conversation that I keep having. It's like being okay with the situation, like being okay with what's going on, being okay with how you responded to it, you know, especially when that's such a departure from the way that you would have responded to it in a different environment. And I think that's also another source of tension for me right now is just understanding that I'm in a different environment. Like I said, I'm in a different season in my life where other things are pulling at me and there are other more important things going on or things that I'm contending with now that I have never, never dealt with before. And so that requires a different response. But, you know, I'm going to take a moment to pat myself on the back because I think this is just a pure moment of me fully realizing and fully recognizing a lot of growth, right? A lot of growth. To be able to recognize that, you know, this situation is new, therefore it's going to require a different response, okay? And then also knowing that because this different response and this new situation is out of my normal, that's going to create a struggle within me, right? Something that I have to be okay with in order to move forward, right? And I'm not beating myself up about it. Old Kim would have beat herself up. I can't do that. You have to move forward with the information that we have in the environment that we're in. And that's all you can do. And so those are kind of like the big pieces that I really think is important for us to move forward with in 2024. So as this episode goes live, it will be the last day of January, right? We've made it through a whole month of 2024. 
at, I think reflection is so important to me because it has done a lot for me in my life and the strategies that I have for myself and how I move forward. And, you know, it has a lot to do with, you know, how I process things, how productive I am, all of the things. And so it's never too late or never too early to reflect, right? So it's, now is a prime, prime opportunity to reflect. We are a month into 2024. What does that month look like, right? Especially at the top of the year when so much is going on and the, the narrative is so big about resolutions and goals and how you want this year to be so different than the previous year or you know what you want in your life that you're working towards that you didn't have last year, you didn't accomplish last year, whatever the case may be. So it's a big narrative around productivity and goal setting and goal making and progress and all of those things. And so I don't want us to get swallowed up in the fact that 2024 is off and running and maybe these last four weeks just haven't been it for you. Maybe it just hasn't happened like you thought. Maybe you feel like it's a little bit of an extension of 2023 and 2023 wasn't a great year for you. So at this moment, you know, I think it's just imperative, again, for us to reflect. But also, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, we've got to have grace, right? You've got to give yourself grace. You've got to, I know for me, I just have to stop being so hard on myself and realize that I've contributed a lot, right? I have contributed a lot and I have to be okay with the fact that now it might be time to pull back on the contributions, <laughs> you know, it might be time to do less, right? And be okay with that. You know, maybe 2024 is the year of minimizing. So that, that could be, that could be interesting. I might have to do some more thinking and work with that, but so as we go into February, you know, now's a great time to take stock of the past month and just kind of get a beat on how you're feeling and the way 2024 is moving so far. And I think breaking it up into controllables and uncontrollables, right? And that's another thing. You can only change what you can control, right? To sit here and dwell on the uncontrollable and beat yourself up about things that you just cannot change is not productive. It is insane. Don't do it. Um, so that was kind of like my inspiration over these last couple of weeks and my check-in for 2024. Uh, but just kind of... I don't know, even just saying it out loud in this episode and me hearing it is like a pep talk to me, right? Because I know that the rest of 2024 is going to be crazy. I, my January has been crazy. <laughs> my January has been crazy. My February is going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy for quite some time for me. There's just a lot going on. And so having that understanding and knowing how I operate, again, I, I want to give you my best, right? I want to give you 110%. And so my challenge moving forward is balancing the chaos, okay? 
So it's knowing that I'm going to give everything that I have. It may not be 110% because I don't have 110%. But if it's 80% and I gave 80%, then I'm doing okay, right? So it's going to be just that constant reminder for me. A lot going on. A lot of commitments were made. And I'm going to satisfy all my commitments. And I'm going to satisfy them to the best of my chem abilities. And I'm okay with whatever the result is, right? Balancing the chaos. That's how I'm moving forward. I hope that something in here resonated with you. I hope that I gave you something that you could chew on. I hope I gave you something you could think about. I hope I gave you something that's going to carry you for these next two weeks until we meet again. And if nothing else, I hope that somebody was encouraged. So, as always, head to the show notes. Leave me whatever feedback you'd like to leave. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can follow this podcast so you are in the know every time a new episode drops. You can also rate this podcast five stars. And big shout out to Apple Podcasts. I had not been checking the analytics on Apple Podcasts just because it's a little bit easier for me to get into Spotify. My Spotify OGs, I love you. Uh, But Apple is doing it big. Apple is doing it big. The majority of the listeners do listen on Spotify, but the next biggest platform is Apple Podcasts. And you guys are are rivaling Spotify as far as the analytics are concerned. And I love that. So big shout out to Apple Podcast listeners and Apple Podcast followers. We love to see it. Guys, I'm I'm so grateful and I am encouraged every time I see your feedback and I see these analytics. So it keeps me going and I love that. Thank you so much and I'll see you in my next one. Bye guys.